Welcome to another episode of the Top Form Podcast. These episodes are brought to you by Jamaica Football Hub. You can find them on Twitter at Hub Jamaica. Now, Costa Rica versus Jamaica. And they wouldn't be as usual. A more positive result than the, the last two games. How are you feeling about this one, bro? Should have been more than three for true. No joke about that. Um, it's it's really hard to ignore the fact that um, it's like two different teams. It's like a totally different team we, we saw last night, with the exception of um, Kemar Taxi Lawrence, Andre Blake, and Corey Burke. Um, what does this mean going forward um, in terms of um, you know the starting lineup or how? We, we line up against opposition. On the previous podcast about the, the, the core group from the World Cup and uh-huh. the League, right? most of the players that played last night were from that group. Now, the, 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 the UK based players are, as I like to call it, the English rejects are more than welcome. Um, integrated in slowly. You don't just abandon the core players right. to put them in. Because you do that, you no know, chemistry will ever look a lot like we did versus Panama. That group that played, played last night, most of them played together from 2017. Mm-hmm. Then you have the Right. You them slowly, and everything will work better. Yeah, um, I can't make you skip over the, the, the fact that you just called Tyreek McGee um, name. What I think was actually very exceptional last night. Like, Definitely. big one thing. If he said the man actually showed enough of the scene of man in team, brother, with the composure we have. We talked about having that extra midfielder in the center of the power for creativity. We finally got that last night, and we look much, much better. Mind you, it was a game of two halves, seen because really and truly, we really turned up in the in the in the second half. To be fair, but can we say that this? Best starting lineup, or how close is this to our best starting lineup? I mean, with the exception of Leon Bailey. You mentioned Maggie. Maggie took some time to get into the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah which is which is expected. By our minute 25, 28, they started to settle and get into the game. Thing with Maggie, Maggie has been at um Castle Open for three years now since 2020. Yeah. January. And he's only played one minute of first team football. Before last night? Yeah. So those things um, have to count. So you won't be as confident, but as I said during the game, his confidence grew and he started to get on the ball more and he played exceptionally well. I think he created the most and since the goal came off him, he might not have got the direct assist, but it was yeah, on the ball. Um, pretty yeah. 
Il a vacanza. O cosa si Understood and may agree with that. However, we still we still don't give up on the 2022 World Cup. No, I is, don't give is up. It, I don't give up. Is I it the, the board, the player spot is a minimum. That is what I expect. If we can at least challenge for that spot, mm. I'd be pleased. Okay, well, um, right now with the situation that we are in, where the World Cup is less than a year away, do you think it's the best decision right now? To, to to go with a Norman Campbell over who is actually starting in the team now? Yes, yes. I mean, who is starting? What are they doing? What, what, okay. what are they offering? We can say, oh, they definitely have to play over Norman. Because there's nothing. Whether you put Turgot, uh, as much as I read Turgot, but whether you put Turgot, whether you put Penning, mm. there's nothing on... If you ask me, it's better, it's better 22, 21 year old Norman Campbell feel me than 30 and Norman Campbell feel us now. She can possibly be better for us in the long run. Okay. So, so your, your, um, it's, it's about uh, developing for the future. Yes. I've always been saying that we don't have the team to be expecting immediate success. The English rejects no that's a problem. Okay. Okay, but I mean you work up less than a less than a year away, I don't think that too many changes should be made. Uh, these players should definitely be integrated into the team just the way. Um we did with a time appointed for probably four or five years. So um it's fair to say he has had enough time to to select what should be his best team. So right now, honestly, I think the bugger changes really are going to help. Uh, Flemo did not have the, the, the best game, of course. I understand that. But at the same time, we feel like we just have to work with these um, set of players and just make them better. You see, um, Flemo, Flemo, Flemo been amongst the set um, consistently since 20... Mm, early 2019, he went to the World Cup 2019, was a consistent member of the nation team. So, he, he has the right to say, be amongst the group, and he's mm. playing well at the club level. But my thing with Flemo is that Flemo's decision-making is just this poor. Flemo, 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 plastic regardless. Well, that uh, I can't debate with. I said that I really can't, cannot debate it, you know, the, the yes, decision-making needs to improve. Just, 
points. I remember game being 1-1. One, one. I, I highlighted it on Twitter. Game being 1-1 one, one versus Mexico. You have a 2v2. Defender press him. He played through Bowser who was free. Game probably done. But no, him shoot or cross or whatever he did. I don't know why he do. Mm. And that could have possibly been three points at the Azteca. Last night, 2v1. It's really hard to ignore the fact that um, Flemings and McGee are two former players of Jamaica College. Um, it's really good to see these these young players um, who really had their core development and home style to, to be turning up in such a big game. I mean, this was our first goal, I believe, in 20 years against Costa Rica. Yep. At Costa Rica. And... Um, it came from, I wouldn't say local-based players, but technically local-based players. And that is really, yeah, homegrown players, sorry. That is really, really good to see. Um, another player that I want to highlight, who, by the way, will miss uh, suspension, Corey Burke. Now, Corey Burke, I know that a lot of persons probably have mixed reactions about this player. But in, in a tough away game, at Costa Rica, I personally believe that he he contributed a lot and still has a lot to contribute. He, he might be a bit aggressive, you know, always liable to get a card, but yeah. we need we need this type of player. We need this type of player, if, if we're being honest. I, I don't have a problem with Burke. I like Burke. I like what he offers, I like what he brings, and he will score. Um... Even last night, he threatened a lot, some penetrative drives. Um, mm. I, can't, I can't recall him cutting into the box and walking, walking past two cones last night and then <laughs> think feel him. But you see, that, that, that's the thing where I cut them some top because at the end of the day, technical ability and um, just, just that little finesse, mm. most of them don't have it. And, they didn't have it from a young station, now they develop it now, so I cut them some track in that regard. Okay. Well, one player who definitely has that finish, Shemar Nichols, with two goals in three games. And I suspect that the reason he did not score in the last game was because he did not start. Because it, this man is definitely our number one, number nine. I've been saying it. I've been saying it, but yes, the thing is, Fans have been calling for Andre Gray, Antonio, everything for him, Becker, blah, blah, blah. Neil, there is not a better number nine in the boy shirt than Shamar Nicholson. I mean, I'm it. I'm prove it. I mean, my head on a block for Bowser and say that Shelton, it will fall to him based on his um, current trajectory. If it does fall, it mm. will fall to him. He has, what, 10 goals in 25 up. Hello? Yep, so. Mm. I am expecting him to hit um, at least 25 to 31 
Yeah, and uh, the, the impressive thing about the goals that he's scoring, he's scoring the goals when they matter. And these are, the, the last three games, he has scored two away goals. One in Costa Rica and one in Mexico. Now, yep. and, uh, everybody can do that. <laughs> really and truly, and every man can do that. Bowser has two goals um, versus America. One in the Gold Cup semis, one in the friendly way, one one mil. Mm. Uh, I think there's more that, that, that's Karcha. He has one against Mexico, one against Costa Rica. Uh, those goals are big game goals. Big yeah. game players. And uh, the, the goal actually came at the start of the second half. So. I really want to ask this, this question because we saw two different Jamaican teams in the two halves, really. Because it was really a rejuvenated team in the second half. Um, very important question. Did Tapa get the starting lineup right this time? Yes, he did. Absolutely agree. If you remember yeah. the first game when I, when I said, I don't think that we should make any changes to the back line. Even if we are going to make some... Um, some little changes to the attacking aspect of the game, which we have not been that competent. Going into the World Cup, we need to have a core back five, including, of course, Mr. Andre Blake. And it really shows, it really shows, because they were more like a unit. Of course, we made some defensive mishaps throughout the game, especially on the counter-attack, but you could see a more togetherness from, from the back line. And I think this is definitely the way to go in terms of the back five. Yes, see, for me, the Panama 11 that I wanted to see was just a few, few changes. Like, you put Maria Bafosse more RP but low should still start because it's his back right. line. It, it just, everything that should have gone wrong against Panama, mm. which, from the 11 to the performance, everything is just that. Was just embarrassing, but the start eleven that started last night mm -hmm. is that close that to our best start eleven. Yeah, that's that big chippy starts yeah. on the right. Berkam probably job probably still love his style of play, but they take a big chippy over him any day. Um, Maggie, JK, not number things, but probably Bobby Reed somewhere amongst the country. Yeah, it it starts to look better there, but that's a lot mm -hmm. closer to our best eleven. Yeah, yeah. Now one thing, one thing we really want to highlight, you know, um, Jamaica is known for speedy players. As a matter of fact, in, any, in anything at all over at this point, we, we are known for speed, you know, but speed without control really doesn't really no make no sense. It could be track and field, um, NASCAR, whatever the case be. And the most instrumental player, in the team last night was a local base baller. Seen? Tyreek McGee is still a top ball. Because that was that's really what was missing from the first two games. That bit of composure and creativity. And my glad say is not I mean I have nothing against the, the, the English baseballer them, but my glad say is a local youth same way come and really control the game and give it that extra amount of spark going forward because I feel like a lot of our local players here are really really in the shadow not highlighted as much as they should and 
I just hope so the youth them really, really watch the game and I watch what really take place because dreams really do come true. You know, my office said that. And going forward, a Tyreek Maggie or a Jakey seems to be the one who go unlock that pass or help us to transition from from defense to attack. After the Mexico game, what did I say on the, um, the podcast? Yeah, for man. We offered little to nothing going forward against Mexico because we had no better on the field. Mm-hmm. completely changes that. And you mentioned something that you're a bit a local grown player. I am as well. I prefer the starting eleven be dominated by homegrown players, no matter how um, lesser talented they are. But it just gives me more joy and fulfillment when they go out and get results like this. I prefer a predominantly homegrown um, squad selection. I don't care what anybody wants to say, but I prefer the homegrown players. Okay. Can't seem to disagree with that either. <laughs> really can't seem to disagree with that. Um, what, how do you feel about um, Grant? Grant in, in, in the center of the park? The player, using his experience, uh, he's at 34. Not a long term fix mm. or anything. But really, he's not a great part Grant either. But he's a tidy player, decent player. Has done well in the two which will serve us like probably won't serve us after next year. Mm-hmm. But we had like Lambert to play consistent means at this club and has been in the setup before I did well. Okay. We had like Lambert and um Shavani. Shavani Willis, I think. Yeah, Shavani Willis. So it's just a backward process for me. Because we eventually end up having to call up Lambert mm-hmm. and restart everything. Javan is Haka coming back into the team as well, but um, at the same time to bring some some farmer balance, we've seen it all around Europe where a lot of these teams have have an experience or a few experienced players that really get them over the line. Um, Javan was substituted onto the field with just a few minutes to go, but there has to be a case at the end of the day for him. Because this man has been, at the end of the day, a good player for Jamaica. Um, if you look at even Costa Rica, you can look at Brian Reyes, very experienced. The Jamaican public be totally shunning this man with the experience that he brings to this youthful team. The problem with um, Aka, you know, Aka is not playing in football. Aka has one appearance for any football club. No, we're not making any we're not making any comparisons in terms of ability. I know I know what you mean. But the thing is Brian Ruiz is still playing. I thought he was still. So he's still playing at a at a high level to keep himself um fit enough and sharp enough. Aka isn't. Okay. Well what I will say about that is obviously looking at the crop of players that we have and we us knowing the ability of, of the Jamaican players. 
like talent is not the issue you know and what i what i believe that um haka brings to this team is that bit of experience and just something extra to the dressing room so i i'm not gonna say he's gonna be at the next world cup all right if, if we make it to the world cup but at the same time we i believe that this crap of player them them need that encouragement and that drive and the, the coach the coach is not always going to be the one who can motivate the players sometimes we need some inside inside persons who are actually in the squad and yeah. it's fairly fairly experienced squad when i look at the back line but with the with the players that we're trying to bring in you now like a norman campbell a tyrick magia peter lee vassal and and such forth um they're probably just gonna need a bit of guidance which to face it, we're not gonna always get that from from a from a demon low who still has some a bit of um, development to do. So I wouldn't shun him be, being an experienced player. Uh, boy, I I'd have to disagree. So um, long time we know what Aka Aka adds to the dressing room and I would even most of the UK based players used to say I think the Aka integrate them and make them feel like I'm part of the team. But at the end of the day, that ship has sailed for me. 37-year-old Aka, 34-year-old Anthony Garnett. It's a no-no. It's a no-no. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Give the minutes to somebody more deserving, somebody doing better right now. because I still feel like us as the Jamaican public need some some a bit of clarity um, as it regards to selection and the direction of the team from him but as it regards to experienced players we think we have to really look at the, the climate um, of the, the, the whole team and surrounding the team right now we we are on the journey towards a World Cup how a set our steady starting lineup which is kind of embarrassing to be honest so I think what he did was probably just a quick fix not just to save his job but really to to, to bring back a level of understanding our, our draw for players who has probably an understanding of how he wants the team to play and 
we we didn't get the, the result last night the three points because it was a bit unfortunate but at the same time we saw so we saw a level of identity this game so i i think going forward never was not a easy decision it was never going to be an easy decision but at the end of the day football have to do with results and we got a point true true crucial point grateful point um, you mentioned something earlier about clarity regarding the selection. Mm. It was left out because they weren't playing enough. Right. But on the other hand, we call up a club. We don't have to know about it. Ravel, Ravel, Ravel getting called up on that way. Ravel was unattached. I, I, I don't care if he was training at home or whatever. quite clear that we have a proper defense that can bring us to the World Cup and we have the ability going forward. Um, do you see Grant taking us that far or would it be more of a Daniel Johnson as a midfield solution? Short, whether short term or long term, we now look on 2026, we are looking at the immediate World Cup ahead of us in Qatar. that um, Williams and um, Williams, Maggie and Vassal would all have to be in the mix, right? But yes, of course, at this stage of their career, we need a bit of screening. Um, is it better to go with a, a, a Grant or, or Daniel Johnson in this case and then alter the, the two? So what, what, uh, um, you know what Speedy has? Speedy Williams and he cannot be dropped because for me he controls her tempo. He is a dictator for play. So he cannot be dropped. Um some balance somewhat as to who start beside him. Mm -hmm. I think Grant but for now. Either one of them don't matter me. But you said something about long term, speedy is actually like twenty eight now. Speedy will be amongst the group for the reasons it cannot be ignored that Michael Hector has been in a in and around the squad. Um, do you see him as as that missing puzzle in terms of having a, a younger alternative to a to a grant in the midfield? But the 
midfield, you know, Michael has been a good, a fairly good servant. Bruce has done well. There's been a lot of scrutiny. So, yeah. you know, a lot of persons now agree with yeah, yeah, this. But it's with Michael. Michael's safeness plays a lot to her advantage. Michael, safe uh, passing and all of that when he's played in mid- midfield mm-hmm. actually helps us more than it hurts us. In every midfield, I need that one person that just does the basic side by side of passing. Michael was that guy. Got screwed tonight, right? A lot, but yes, sir. It, 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 it helps the team a lot more than it hurts us. Plus, we know off the ball, Michael will go in for a tackle, he'll challenge in the air, I'll do it. But I think Michael, for us, is best as the possible centre back, or probably pushing for a starting spot. I don't, I don't want to see him in midfield when we have um, more capable players in the pool, players that we should be spending time on. So, mm. last, uh, I, 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 as, as the answer to that, no, that isn't that solution. Alright, uh, another player I really want to talk about real quick. He missed he missed a very a chance that should have won the game. Javon East. Um to me, Javon brings a different dynamic up front. Not the most mobile player. Um but um uh, with the exception of last night I believe he's a, a very good finisher. Um I watched him at um Portmore for some time. Yeah. You know? Um, but I think it's still important to have these these players in the team because um, Nicholas gives you something different. Um, he's the most complete number nine, of course. But at the same time, I think Javon was was pretty good for the time that he was on last night. Apart from from missing the chances, even in the Mexico game, he came on and did well. He he's an excellent ball and land. Watching him. Since Portmore, he's a guy that scores um, spectacular goals. Yeah. From his stronger side. I don't know what happened last night, but yeah, in football. But the thing is, it's not the first in the national setup for East. I remember the Saudi game where mm. he, he missed a lot of sitters. But he's, he, 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 he's, as I say, he had something else. He's an excellent ball handler. He holds up the ball well. Yeah. So, I can't discredit that. I don't mind East being a set up because East is the top scorer in his league. So I don't mm-hmm. mind East being a monster. Yeah, no, what he, I think what he contributes to the team will definitely help our flying winners. Like he, even a uh, Flemo or, or a Turgot, um, Norman Campbell, because what he does very well is to hold up the ball. Like it's hard to win the ball from this brother. Yeah. See, so. I think him can actually allow the wingers to... He can be good on the counter-attack or even in the build-up play. So, um, we just said to the Jamaican public, let's just believe in the players. Because the man them really are trying. This, if you realize, the games that were more positive were, were away games. At places that are not easy to win. See? We should have got a point or even win at Mexico. We definitely should have won last night. And it's really against a, a pretty good Costa Rica team. You know, so, but we just believe in them and them. Just give them, give them a chance, man. Give them a chance. You know, we say, we say hope. We say I was not one of the first to, to bash the coach because 
obviously I, I i don't think tapa is is the main issue or is the issue he has his flaws of course things not perfect but at this stage of the world cup qualifiers it would not profit us um much to get rid of tapa at this stage i agree i've only said it but i think and i'm going to be kind of really no balls like that um even after the World Cup, many people were calling for his head. Like, we lost to a superior team. Yeah. Why would you suck your manager for the day before the World Cup qualifiers, even in the World exactly, Cup? Exactly, because. Um, no, suck up and no. Suck in top of issues. No, because even right now, being so close to the World Cup, anybody who comes in, apart from probably another local coach or so, really it's going to be. Starting from scratch because it wouldn't make sense for, for getting to know the players at this stage of the World Cup when we should already have a solid starting lineup. So we find ourselves in a sticky situation and we just have to stay committed as a people. You know, we have to stay committed to the coach, to the players, because at this stage, at, 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 the, at the qualifiers, it really has to take belief and a togetherness. And we need that now more than ever as a nation. You see me? I mean, I think a lot of persons realize that we can't too quick for critique. Of course, constructive criticism is needed. But at the same time, we just need to stay steadfast. And, and we really need unity in this thing here, on and off the field. We never see it in the Panama game and we see what takes place. It started out and became shambles. Go ahead. You said it last night in a week. The organist. The organist them. That, that, that is the biggest <laughs> problem. That is the biggest problem. Well, Everybody I, I, see some new fresh English rejects drop. Next mm. week say, yo, them money are playing over this stuff. So them money are big baller. Them are going to be this and that. When the obvious lack of talent show up, Yo, top of us, yo, top of us, we know the money has fallen over this stuff. You think you can play under that? Yo, we tell her, we tell her the problem. We tell her the problem. Jamaica, when I love football, we feel so we love, we feel so we love the game, we feel so we love the game, but may I tell you, and I hold when I love football, and... English countries and the world all love football. Football is mostly played predominantly in Spanish countries. The Spanish countries feed on football. We now we now go get into the the whole argument of English countries or anybody is not yeah. loving football. We just keep it right here, so for now, based on what we see, and yeah. bro, we definitely have to catch up on this because there is a lot. That needs to be said about Jamaican football. I mean, even me being in in a, in a section of the island where I could go down to the beach and I sat the man in a few years ago and just play ball. And you know, me not have nothing against no other sport, but seeing that being taken away from from us and not being replaced, it's it's really a, a, a um, it's like a mirror. Yeah, it's like a, a mirror to say what's really happening where football is concerned and it's really sad. So as you were saying from the first episode, we have to really take it back to grassroots, you know, yeah. and, and really start from somewhere in terms of a revolution 
where this thing is concerned. So we, we have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of things to talk about, people. And if you're on Anchor.fm, feel free to leave us a voice note or a comment. You can also reach out to the Jamaica Hub page on Twitter. And let me know how you feel. But, you know, a lot of work is there to be done. Yep. Yeah, man. So, um... We will be back definitely in and around October 7th as we take on the United States in the World Cup qualifiers. Yeah. Which is going to be an away game. You know, we definitely need a win. Definitely need the three points. But um, even the United States yesterday, I believe that they were down 1-0 from earlier on. I was watching the highlights from that game as well. And yeah. them player actually scored like four second half goals, which is four, four one it finish. Yeah, man, four one it finish, man. So after okay. after Brian Moore scored in the twenty seventh minute, they got four goals in the second half, um, which I think is setting us up for a thriller because Jamaica plays their best football in the second half, you know. Mm. So we have to just really. I feel just really um look out for that one. We'll definitely have coverage as well right here at Top Farm Podcast. So I don't know if you have anything to, to say to the people before we close off, bro. Just the same what I've said on the previous two podcasts that I've not mm-hmm. The support. Same, same. So pretty much just support. Um, yeah, we are good there again in October and um, yeah you guys just stay safe top fan podcast it's definitely more than a game stay safe people